Welcome to the Creative Push, an intimate and diverse artist interview series. I'm Sherry O'Neill, a photographer, artist, writer, and educator. Here, artists and makers of all kinds share tips, advice, knowledge, and inspiration that you can learn from each week. This series is a part of the Learn and Create platform to help artists further their education in creativity, art, and business. Welcome to the Creative Push. I've got a friend of mine, Georgia Cross, here, and she is a digital marketing strategist, a lifestyle blogger, and a yoga teacher. I wanted to bring her on to try something a little bit different. I know that a lot of independent business owners and artists struggle with business and marketing, so I want to help address some of those problems. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Georgia, tell us a little bit about your path to where you are today, where you went to school. I am a West Tennessee native, grew up around the Jackson, Tennessee area. I went to Lambeth University. I was always creative as a little girl. I wanted to draw all the time. So I'm definitely the creative side, but I have tapped into my strategic digital analytics side. So I'm kind of a unicorn in the marketing world because I am equally creative and strategic. That kind of comes into play in some of the roles I've been in. I'm on the agency side and the brand side, project management, details, and reporting. So I definitely can relate to the creatives and the creative community. And then I have the business side of me. How are we tying our content back to sales? What is our call to action? All the branding pieces that really help move a brand together. That has led me to where I am today. I know as a child, you mentioned to me earlier that you grew up in a lot of foster homes. Did that experience make any difference in who you are today? today as a marketing strategist? Absolutely. I grew up in foster homes and that made me a survivor of multiple environments. I'm adaptive. My basic survival skills were building communities, bringing people together so that I felt safe in my environment. And I was being thrust from one environment to another. That really has flourished in my career. One of my best talents is being able to bring people people together for a shared goal. When I'm working on a project, a digital campaign, Social Media Club Nashville is a group that I started in 2009, bringing business people together in the Nashville community to learn more about social media as it was evolving. And through that, I've really thrived. I've made connections all over the world with leaders in social media and marketing. I've just really learned that bringing people together for a shared goal is something that I'm passionate about. And that comes out in yoga and in my blog. It's all about my desire to share what I know with others, find that community, find that bonding experience. And I've been able to do that through the technology, through internet, through marketing online. I got to say, I used to be ashamed of my childhood, but through some really good therapists and really good friends and support, I've realized that being vulnerable and sharing my authentic self is a superpower. That's how I've come to connect with you, Sherry. You know, we've met in the past at some of these marketing events. And I think us getting together and collaborating has launched 
the stage for other creatives to get involved, to help each other. That is a childhood lesson that I've learned that I've brought both into my personal life and in my career. And I really lead with that intent. Let's get together. Let's figure out how we can work together. Let's make the world a better place. That's the yogi in me speaking. (laughs) How did COVID affect your business? Pre-COVID, I had my dream job. I was working with a lifestyle branding agency and our client was Nissan. So I got to work on the launch of the 2020. Nissan Titan with photographers, with videographers, with partner agencies. So again, what I do best, bringing people together, collaborating on content. And fortunately, myself, like a lot of people were impacted by the pandemic. I have been freelancing some. I've been involved in a great women's professional group called Together Digital, collecting the best people in my life to move forward with. So I found great women to collaborate with in other cities, in Austin and Dallas and Denver. There's marketers all over the country that have been impacted by COVID as well as small businesses. I think the struggle is real for everyone. So I have been searching for my next dream job situation. I really love working with the B2C brands and be able to reach audiences on a large scale. I'm looking at social media manager, social media director, content strategist type roles with the larger brands. I definitely am seeing that most of the opportunities right now have been smaller companies and startups. I think the bigger businesses are waiting on the economy and the consumers to have a little bit more economic stability before the types of jobs that I've traditionally done have come back. So I'm shifting. I'm focusing on my blog, creating content on social media around yoga and getting a few speaking engagements. I've spoke to the Nashville Career Transitions Group. I've been helping others with their branding and leaning into where can I help and support others, which is part of why I wanted to start giving some advice, sharing my knowledge from what I've seen work with the bigger brands. How can you brand yourself as a person, as a creator? as a small business, as a freelancer. I believe the same basic marketing principles work no matter who you are and no matter your size of your business because it's the same principles, right? Being authentic, being consistent, creating content that connects with an audience, bringing all those connections. That's what I've been doing. Just looking forward to see how taking a few steps out of my comfort zone may get me somewhere that I hadn't planned to be. Can you explain to us exactly what a marketing strategist does? I think a lot of people kind of bucket marketers into a category, like you can do everything. So I will say I am not a graphic designer. I do not use Photoshop or Adobe Illustrator or any of that kind of stuff. Really what I do is more thinking when you're looking at strategy, when you're looking at planning. I think there's a lot of research involved. There's always a discovery process. Who is your target audience? Who are you trying to reach? What are you saying to them? What's your message? What are 
are the colors and what are the fonts? What are the images? What is the tone of the content? So those are the kind of questions that are asked in my world as a marketing strategist to connect the dots. Another piece of what I do is work with tools and technology. I've worked with email platforms. I've worked with website platforms, social media platforms. Sprinkler is one that's one of my favorite. Shout out to Sprinkler. I think the last piece of what a marketing strategist does is look at not only what the content is and who the target is and how are you connecting them, but also when you're leveraging those digital technology tools and software platforms, going in and looking at the analytics, looking in from month to month or from quarter to quarter or year to year, what content is connecting to the audience? What are they engaging with? What gets the most likes? What gets the most comments? If you have a call to action, clicking the button. If you're looking at your website, what pages are they visiting? I love discovering that part of marketing and strategy and looking at what's working, what people are resonating with. And really that's your guide for how you move forward. So I think it's very important to look at not only where are you going forward with your marketing strategy and what is the content you're connecting to your audience with, but those analytics are so important as a guide to what's working and what's not and where you can move forward. Strategy, campaign management, execution, and then post-campaign analytics. So tell me a little bit, Georgia, about your new found love of yoga. The yoga side has been something that's evolved over the past few years. I was absolutely dedicated to my marketing career. This is not my first layoff. I've been laid off probably about eight different times in my 20-year career. Because of the struggles from my childhood, I think I really focused so much on my career that was a part of my self-worth. I just discovered yoga as a whole nother way of tapping into who I am, allowing me to be that authentic person. There's a lot of freedom in yoga itself because what poses you want to do, what style of yoga you want to practice, there's a whole world of opportunities when you're able to get centered and grounded. So for me, to be able to be a great marketer, first being able to get centered and get quiet and get still really allows me to be more clear-headed. I come up with my best ideas sometimes in down dog on my mat. It really is kind of a creative space. I was fortunate enough to have a really great yoga teacher, Leanne from Epic Yoga here in Nashville area. She studied under Tony Robbins. So she's also into leadership development. So I was lucky enough to get through my teacher training, valuable lessons in leadership in stepping out of your comfort zone. When you think about what a yoga teacher does, you're number one connecting, which is one of my favorite things to do, as I've mentioned. You're also observing and you're guiding where someone may need an adjustment with their arm or their leg here or there. For me, it was a really great lesson in not only focusing on myself, but looking at others, how you can help them. That's kind of the 
perspective I'm taking both in my personal life and my professional life. I think just showing up for other people and saying, how can I help you has really been a shift because I will say before my career was all about how can I get a higher paying job? How can I get promoted into a higher position within the company? I think a shift in my values, knowing that even right now I don't have my marketing career, it's kind of, you know, in transition, but I do have my yoga practice and I am still the Georgia cross that I've always been. I've learned through the pandemic to connect with nature on some of my darkest days and um, very competitive out there. I'm blogging more. I'm sharing more on social media, just learning to tap into the lessons I've learned from my yoga practice and bring that into my professional career. I think has really helped me find the balance. People are always talking about work-life balance. I think focusing on who you are as a person and how you show up, whether it's work or it's play or it's a networking event has been a truly valuable lesson for me. Being a marketing strategist, I would think in today's world, when everything is about authenticity and the way people seem to be succeeding with their marketing online is being authentic, that's a big plus within not just your practice, but with what you give and share with other people, teaching them how to be authentic with the way they're sharing their information, even if they're using you as a strategist. Absolutely. The best content, I know this from looking at the analytics, the best content that has been shared has been number one, quick, short video clips on social. Number two, behind the scenes, people are fascinated with feeling like they're getting an insight side look at something. A way for creators to tell their story through social media is sharing little clips, little behind the scenes, things that maybe you would overlook or take for granted. Images of what are your tools? If you're an artist, show me your paints, show me your paintbrushes. What are the tools that you are using in your craft? If you're a writer, if you're a photographer, what's your process? How do you prepare for a session with a client? Things like that, that maybe you hadn't thought of would be interesting. I'm telling you, people are fascinated. They want video clips are key, like 15 seconds or less that can show a day in the life of. People are more and more connected through social media these days. I just feel like being authentic, sharing more of yourself, being vulnerable, it's a tough thing to do. I'm an extrovert, so it comes naturally to me. I think for the introvert, it may be a little bit of pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. The key is measuring the success. I would say take a month and try something new. If you haven't shared some of the behind the scenes before, do it for a month, do it a few times a week, go back and look at your analytics from your Instagram profile, look at the numbers and just see, do some test and learn. I don't claim to be the know-it-all to everything in social media or digital marketing. We're all just trying to figure it out together, (laughs) uh, which is why community is so important. 
What are the most common mistakes that you think businesses or individuals make with their marketing online? The most important thing is brand consistency. I see so many that maybe aren't consistent across platforms. And what I mean by that is pay attention to the profiles on the YouTube channel, on your Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Twitter. Pick one or a series of profile photos that are from the same photo really having fresh content there. If you haven't updated your LinkedIn profile in five years and your photo is that old, yeah, you were probably skinnier. Maybe if you're a fella, you had more hair, but that's not who you are today. People are doing business with people that are authentic and we're not trying to catfish each other in the business world. If it's your company, take a look at your brand. Do you need a fresh logo? What needs to be maybe refreshed? Having it consistent. So if someone goes to your LinkedIn and then they click and they go to your website, think about the user experience. Do you look like you're going down the hall and you're in the same hotel? Or does it look like you're somewhere on another island? Think about that. What is the experience you're getting? Does it look consistent from one social media site to another? Keep the profile message consistent. So whatever your description is, use that same description everywhere. For me, as a marketer, personal branding, it makes it easier. So I have one description on LinkedIn that I use on my blog, that I use on my other social media profiles. I have the same photos, so it's recognition. I even branded my Zoom profile, my email signature. Think of all the different touch points where somebody could interact with your brand. And yes, if you're just a person, you're still a brand. When it comes to the internet, the last piece of what I'm seeing is linking. A lot of people are starting to use Linktree and other similar sites because you only have one URL that you can place on your Twitter or Instagram. People are taking advantage of a site where you can click on that one URL, but it will take you to multiple places. I would say take advantage of that. Look for opportunities where you could be discovered or found. Think about where your hub is. Usually it's a website or a blog. Where are all the places online that you can be found that people can come to that one place? And then what do you want them to do when they get there? Do you want them to sign up for your email? Do you want them to fill out a form? Do you want them to download something? Do you want them to just read? Really think about where people are coming from, where you're drawing them to, and then what are you wanting once they get there? How important is a call to action in a post? And how often should you have a call to action in a post on social media? I would say if you're promoting something, then you want to call to action. If you're just sharing a passive post of, hey, this is what's going on. Definitely if you have a new blog post or new video or something new that you want to share, you want to make it as easy as possible. I call it the Tootsie Pop rule. The Tootsie Pop is like, how many likes does it take to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop? How many? clicks does it take to get to the content that you're wanting them to consume? That's why I'm saying using tools like a link tree, you can have a call to action on Instagram by saying link in bio. And then when you click that link, you want them to have another link and you want to make it visible and easy to read and then take them to where they need to be. 
Is there a specific social media platform that you think works best for branding and marketing, or is it determined best by the product or service that they're offering? It's determined by the audience, the consumers, the customers, they really rule where you should be. That's why it's so important to have social media listening tools, doing your research, looking for keywords that are around your product and your business business on all of the different social platforms. For example, if you are a shoe company like Journey, their target demographic is young people. So I would expect that they are all over TikTok, all over Snapchat, all over Instagram, and then probably not as much on Facebook because the kids aren't there. Probably not even on LinkedIn because that's not their audience. I think your audience determines where you should be as much as they do as what topics are relevant to them and what content they're interested in. That's why I'm a big believer in doing a lot of upfront research within your industry, look at your competitors. Another great place to do research and look is Pinterest. Pinterest is all about people's lifestyle interest. The key there is looking at hashtags. A hashtag is the key to reaching a new audience if they're interested in that topic. And if you have some great knowledge or insights or something to provide within that topic. So I'm a big believer in show up where your audience is and then engaging in conversations with topics that are relevant to them. Why would someone need a marketing strategist to help them with their business or with their marketing as an individual? If your business is hurting, you should go to a marketing strategist because they are the experts. That's their life work. I've been in my career for almost 20 years. I have a wealth of knowledge from all the different brands. I've worked with Mars Pet Care. I've worked with Nissan. I've also worked for smaller companies in the healthcare space, in the wellness space, the restaurant industry. So I have a variety of perspectives. I have the knowledge and skill base when it comes to what you should be doing with your marketing. If you can't afford it, I would say there's a ton of information out there. There's a ton of resources. A lot of marketers are putting out information on blogs. There's a ton of industry newsletters that you can subscribe to. I know that LinkedIn Learning has a lot of courses. I'm personally taking the Google Analytics course right now. It's online and it's free. It's painfully miserable to go through. I've been through like a couple hours. I think there's nine hours total. It's actually through Google Analytics. There's several certifications on there. If you take the time to look at it and discover it, you definitely can figure it out. There's resources. But the most important thing is finding communities that can help you. Again, Social Media Club Nashville was a group that I started over 10 years ago. We don't do in-person meetings now. It is a group of marketers that are there to help each other. It's active. Every day, someone's going in and either asking a question, Facebook changed their algorithm. What do I do? Or my company wants to change its profile name on Twitter and it's taken by another company. What do I do? Those kinds of things. There's communities out there that are open and there for you to get involved in. Reach out to some freelancers or somebody like me that can help you. I think that one of the biggest problems creative people 
people have, especially independent small business owners in the creative community, is all of these things can become very overwhelming. And you can find stuff, like you said, on the internet, but it also requires a lot of time to dig those things up, especially if you're looking for a solution. I'm hoping that we can pair up and do these once a month, maybe a question and answer. If that's something our listeners would like to see happen, this is my call to action right now. If any of you out there would like to ask questions specifically, if you want to ask Georgia a question directly, I'll have her website listed below. Let us know and maybe we can start to share some tips and tricks once a month um, to help other creatives learn to do better with their marketing and with their strategy online. What are your challenges? Let us know. What's the biggest challenge right now? What are the hurdles? What's keeping someone from doing business with you? What are the blocks that maybe we can address in the, over the next few months? So leave those comments, ask us your questions, and we'll see if we can't come up with a way to share the answers in the future. So Georgia, thank you so much for letting me interview you for the Creative Push. I'm happy to help. I think we're coming back stronger than ever. We've learned that we do need each other. That's, I think, the greatest lesson for me. And I think we can really make a difference as a creative community. Thank so you. Share your comments. Let's keep the conversation going.